1: Plus.
2: Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast, by the fans, for the fans. We're at Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Roots England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the
0: best team win. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the India Against England daily podcast, and we've just seen the first T20 international at Ahmedabad, and it's been rather one-sided. England have got home by eight wickets with 27 balls remaining, and it has been a fairly dominant performance from the Owen Morgans team. I'm joined by Nakul Pandey and by Neil Varani on this podcast. And Neil, let's start with you as the Indian uh, badger on here. That was pretty one-sided, wasn't it? In- Year 20, was it 22 for three after the six over power play? Never got into the game.
2: No, no, they, they didn't. And I think most of that credit must go to England. I think rather than poor play from India, it was just unbelievable power play bowling by England. Um, they had what I consider to be at least four out of their five best bowlers there. And I think all four of them bowled in the power play and were absolutely superb. Didn't give India a chance to get away and kept taking wickets. Uh, The game, barring miracles, was pretty much done in those first six.
0: We'll see both captains and both sides, I'm sure, changing personnel, changing their approaches in each of the five games. Because although this is obviously a hard-fought five-match series, the World Cup T20 is just around the corner in the autumn. So there's a bit to build up for and a few things to try and and, and work out as they go through this five-match series. Adler Rashid bowling the first over of the game, for example, the first time he's ever done that for an England team. That's something that Owen Morgan's tried and that worked too.
2: That worked really well. I think there was a lot of surprise, um, especially from the commentators that we saw um, after talk of Raul and Rowett being the first choice openers to turn up and then see that Shigar Darwin was opening. I do wonder if England dropped Moen from the starting lineup based on the fact that it was going to be a long line of right-handers who have taken to um, off-spin quite well uh, in the past. And then when it changed, um, they got on, who probably bowls more googly's than he does anything else. And he bowled really, really well, despite not having done it before. He's obviously seen other leg spinners who bowl in, uh, in the power play do it. And he kept things very tight. Didn't, get fair, didn't give
0: anything easy away. Really can't complain. Knuckle, you like me have been commentating on this uh, game today and uh, uh, all the way through these uh, matches out there in India, I was hoping for some close test match cricket and some hard-fought test match action. I was really looking forward to this T20 series, hoping it would be really close all the way through. Still could be, obviously, because there's four games left and I'm sure India will bounce back, but that's about as one-sided as you get, isn't it, in terms of a T20 match?
1: Uh, Yeah, indeed. Uh, My my fellow Gurula Cricket commentator, uh, Nigel Henderson, and I were describing it as England win by the widest of all margins. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were brilliant from ball one. Uh, Adil Rashid bowling the first over for the first time in his international career on the same day. Into the, that Rashid Khan bowled the first over, bowled with the new ball for the first time in his international uh, career. Uh, so a good day for uh, for leg spinners, called Rashid. Uh, it seemed to surprise, uh, seemed to surprise uh, India, which which you can understand given that it was the what's the, the first time. India mean, India made two mistakes early on. They got, allowed themselves to be to be very sedate and almost strokeless in that first over, and then reacted with a, and then Kaeraha reacted with a nervous, not quite a drive off dropper Archer. So, you know, having made the first mistake, then compounded the second mistake. Uh, Roy trauma being rested, as Neil says, was a surprise. Nobody really saw that coming. Um, um, wondering what was going on uh, and then and Shekhar wasn't able to show the form that he showed in the IPL and uh, and in the few games that he played in in Australia it was really scratchy innings Archer bowled a magnificent over yeah. uh, to uh, to Virat Kohli which then softened him up a bit for, for Adil Rashid Archer was again unplayable in the power play and England um, England Addressed the the one problem they've had in T20 cricket over the last few years is taking wickets and keeping the runs down in the power play, and they did both. There's that old stat that if you lose three wickets in the power play, you're, uh or
0: if you take uh, three wickets in the power play, you're, you win 80% of the games, and that's exactly how it went. It seemed to me as well, Knuckle. The, the the lot of talk in the third and fourth Test match about England's team composition for those games, they got it wrong in those Test matches. England outthought though India in terms of the selections today for the surface that they were playing on. That The pace bowlers got a little bit of pace and bounce. India's pace bowlers didn't seem to have quite as much speed in their armoury. And India went... Spin heavy when the pitch didn't turn. Yeah, uh,
1: I would caveat that with there isn't a huge amount you can do necessarily when you're defending 125 on a even a, you know the pitch had some life in it. but It wasn't a bad pitch by any means. there's a little bit of sort of two pacedness There's only so much you can do when you're. We don't really know whether the composition of India's attack was right or not, given how little they were they were defending. And also you got you got Bhuvneshwar Kumar who's coming who's played playing his first international since 2019. Hardik, who I think has bowled four overs since 2019, going back into the into the side uh Jasprit Boomer is not in this uh, squad he's been arrested. Mohammed Shami's not available so you know India don't have a bowler uh, of genuine pace so the closest they've well that's Not nobody's saying he's in the squad but he's uh but he's very much at the start of his career there, there is only so much you can do when only one batter performs and it really, really was the case that Shreyas Iyer was a one man band
0: Neil there's quite a lot of players that haven't played for a while in this series aren't there? they you know sat out the test matches they've been waiting for their white ball chance so i mean from india's perspective, they'll want to try and get back and after not necessarily performing at their best today, get back and, and get into some kind of form. Virat Kohli, obviously, you know, two ducks in the test series and a duck today. Uh, and the players that uh, nackle just mentioned at the top of India's order haven't had much cricket recently.
2: No, I know the uh, the domestic competition has started recently in India. I think it's the, um, the 50 over competition. But if your players who... You know, had to join the bubble um, early and have been in training, then competitive matches have been a bit few and far between. Yeah, they'll have to get into it pretty quickly. I thought Doan looked scratchy, looked like he hadn't played in a while. KL Rahul has been part of the test squad, I think, um, which means that he hasn't had a competitive game since, well, I can't even remember the last time, possibly sometime in Australia.
0: And He, he looked uh, he looked completely a I mean, after, after, you know, we, we both watched the, the IPL and, yeah, both Shika and and KL Rahul in that tournament were scoring plenty of runs, but they didn't look anything like today.
2: Yeah, so it might just be a case of getting back into it and we'll see a few games uh, down the line, something closer to what we know they can do. But no, there were no, a lot of players who really didn't seem to be on the money. And I, again, and I, I think it was mainly down to how excellent England were. They picked up how to bowl on this pitch very, very quickly. And Mark Wood was, um, um, you just couldn't score off him. Same as Jofra; Those two were absolutely, absolutely unbelievable. And he, even the fifth bowler between
0: Sam Curran and Ben Stokes um, kept things very quiet. Surya Kumi Yadav, we uh, mentioned him a couple of days ago. Really looking forward to him getting his opportunity in an Indian shirt. He's going to have to wait at least until Sunday for that to happen because uh, obviously left out today alongside Rohit. It's a, it's a shame because I was, I was desperate to see him play. I still am. He'll get his chance though, won't he? You definitely hope so. He's an absolutely superb player. I, re-
2: I remember the first noticing him maybe about five years, years ago at KKR, KKR and he looked like one of a million Joss Butler, copycats, everything was a scoop or a sweep or a funky shot. Since he's moved to Mumbai, he's brought out a lot more of the classical shots and has gained a lot of consistency while not really losing any of that potency at the same time. The problem that he's going to have Sunday's match is that the person you'd expect to be dropped for him was Iyer, and he
0: held what innings we had together today, he was superb. Yeah, Shreyas Ayo, he, he seemed to be the only top order batsman that read that surface. He said at the halfway stage, it was a little bit too paced, maybe a bit of an even bounce out there. Um, but he was the only person that really found himself able to cope with that. And he went along at a fair league, didn't he? And didn't really get any support.
2: And he's the guy out of everyone that I expected to struggle on that surface. Once I saw what Jofra and Mark Wood were doing, because in Australia, he got brutalised by the pace bowlers he isn't uh, as comfortable against the short ball and we saw it a little bit at the start um, of his innings today but he outperformed everyone else Um, he was uh, absolutely excellent My name is Jacob and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger
0: Thank you very much indeed to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these podcasts. And they've joined forces with the Badger. It's the Rat and the Badger giving you a fantastic opportunity to win a classic bat. That bat could be yours. It's between 2.09 to 2.11 pounds, butterfly, willow, handmade, UK made, and it'll come to your door, knocked in and ready to go for the season ahead. If you want to win that cricket bat and score some runs with Black Rat Cricket this summer, we need you to do three things. You need to be following the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed. You need to be following at black rat cricket on Twitter too. And then you need to email the answer of this question to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Which player scored a double century in the first test match of the current India versus England series? Which player? a double century for England in the current India versus England test match series. Send that answer and your name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com Don't forget, you need to be following at cricket underscore badger and at black rat Cricket on Twitter. Good luck, everybody. That bat could be yours. The draw will be made after the final one-day game in this current India versus England series. It's that badger style. Knuckle, looking at England's top order, there's been yeah, certain things that England want to get out of this series, obviously. Um, We've mentioned that Rashid bowling the first over the game, which is a trick that Owen Morgan now has up his sleeve because that went well. But Jason Roy's been out of form for quite some time. I was looking through his ODI record. I was looking through his T20 record. And although they haven't played, obviously, that many games, he hasn't scored a big score for a long time. That 49 from him at the top of England's order, albeit maybe a little bit it's a couple of strange shots fairly early on, but he'll, gain a lot from that won't he yeah he will uh, he has got a 70
1: in South Africa I think but, uh, when when England were there in, in 2020 but he's, I think he's averaging something like 12 before this innings in all formats since the end of the World Cup obviously that's dragged down by a disastrous test series uh, against Australia as much of it as he did play but yeah in some uh some rather odd sort of chip shots that went that weren't meant to be chip shots there was some very authoritative uh, stuff as well particularly off the spinners which is something he's, he's struggled with he planted his vendor Chahel a couple of the times into the stands there was some some good drives as well um, it, was, it was the best I've seen him back uh, probably since that uh, since that World Cup semi-final where he was uh, where he was outstanding Josh Butler 28 of 24 didn't really need to do very much uh, Besto looked uh, looked kind of at his combative best and we saw that little bit of a little bit of argy-bargy with Washington Sunder at the end Dalvin Milan just making his uh, just having a little bit of a gloss for that last ball six but really I mean England made a mockery of the target uh, as as might have been expected given given the target really and, and Neil's right all of England's bowlers bowled well even Sam Curran he didn't take a wicket. You know, he bowled the nineteenth and only went for I think eight or nine against a, against a set batter, which is uh, which, which is pretty impressive. Stokes bowled better than I've seen him bowl for, for a little while in T Twenty cricket. Chris Jordan did his thing again. You know, bowls far better for England than he ever does in T Twenty cricket. Archer was his his usual unhittable self in the power play and came back well at the death. Mark Wood was was superb. Um, I Archer and Wood's plans were very good, and we saw this a bit when during the home summer of T Twenty Twenty. There wasn't a lot of Yorkers. There wasn't a lot full. It was all hard lengths just back of a length um, and, and zipping the ball through. Yeah, I saw Archer getting the ball to rear up from a length and, and hitting Kohli on the on the gloves a couple of times. Uh, and we saw Wood hurrying uh, everybody. Um, and yeah, even players of the fluency and the, and the rings of stroke of Risha Pant and Hardik Pandya in a, a couple of early boundaries, but were then kept very quiet. And um, I was very impressed with Shreyas. You know, he started quickly and kept going at that pace. The issue with Shreyas and the reason that I would have uh, expected Surya Kumar Yadav to play in his place is that he does tend to tend to start slowly and then have to catch up and he sort of does a similar role to Virat Kohli and India have said that they want to be more aggressive and they want to keep up the pace throughout the innings. They just weren't able to do that uh, today. Um, It'll be very interesting to see if they get off to a good start on on Sunday or in a subsequent T20 if they do try and, uh, and pick up the
0: pace and keep that pace up throughout the innings rather than consolidating. You mentioned the RG bargy Johnny Bairstow and Washington Sundar towards the end of that innings. Am I looking for controversy here? Because I can guarantee you that if I hit a ball back at Johnny Bairstow at the non-striker's end, he would not be hit on the head by it because he'd get out of the way he didn't get out of the way of that on purpose I felt I'm not sure I agree I think he just stood his ground and was trying to make his way back into the crease the slow-mo replay really doesn't help in these situations and we saw it with the but he made no effort to get his head out of the way and you did, as a human being you tend to get your head out he of the was way
1: turning the... away from the ball um, that might have been the mistake actually that he turned away from the ball rather rather than ducking it wasn't exactly hit particularly hard by David Milan but uh, Besto I thought was trying to turn away and I think it, uh, I don't think it would be particularly helpful to make a bigger deal out of it than it was washing and best. I got a bit angry about it for no obvious reason, but it was all smiles at the, at the end.
0: <laughs> Neil, obviously, as we go through this uh, five-match series, there is that play within the play of the World Cup just around the corner. Teams are going to be trying to find out things about themselves and work out some plans and things going forward and, and what works and what doesn't work. So we're going to see different things, aren't we, as we go through the next uh, few games. From, I mean, If you can just turn yourself from an England perspective, I mean, Morgan said ahead of this that he'd like to face a few spinning tracks. I mean, if England go through every game, uh, and I don't think they will, by the way, before I say this, but if England go through every game and find it so easy and win 5-0 and they're not really put under any kind of competition, that will be seen as a success but it probably won't be a success in terms of Owen Morgan's plans will it?
2: I don't think Owen Morgan would see a five nil walkover as a success unless England have had to fight for a few of those games yeah um, there, there's no point turning up and just playing against the local uh, local pub side. Um, and coming away with uh, with a good scorecard, but not having really learned anything. Um,
0: I th- are, are you? Uh, did I hear that right? Are you describing Virat Kohli's T20 side as a local pub side?
2: Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are listening to the Cricket Badger podcast. Actually, it, it kind of ties in with uh, the arguments uh, around spending more times uh, more time on tour ahead of test series doesn't it where people have said actually the warm up games against the local sides end up being against that you know the under 19s and it's not really worth anything we don't learn anything and yeah. um, we don't don't really gain anything. I one, of
0: the, one of the features of those warm-up games tends to be that, I mean, say you go to Bangladesh and you know you're going to face a load of spinners in the test matches, you face a local team that's got a load of seamers in it and you, you don't get challenged by the same kind of stuff, do you? And that, that's, I guess, what I'm getting to, really. I mean, Morgan wants to try and replicate, to some extent, what he might face in the World Cup. And I don't think if he gets five tracks like that, he's going to, is he? No,
2: and I think the other thing is, the World Cup's in October-November we're playing at this time conditions that are going to make preparation of the tracks particularly different as well. And then we're looking at... This new stadium in Ahmedabad that no one has any idea what what's going to happen there. We've already seen it with the uh, the two Test games where the the pitches were completely different. I don't know how they're going to work it. I assume with five matches there in such quick succession, you've got to have two, maybe three tracks that they're going to rotate yeah, through.
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking maybe four and five might be played on on the. F- on one and two again they might reuse again towards the end but usually in a in a test match ground and I'm, i know that's a vast ground but you maybe get three or four tracks in the center which are your tv tracks um i know at headingly where i used to work this but there was about three or four tracks right in the middle which are kind of level with the gantries for the tv cameras and then on the county games and stuff you maybe play on the ones either side of that uh, I you'd imagine that i'm in the the same
2: yeah and you're going to have the stricter regulations on you on um Boundary length on either side, which would mean that the few in the centre would be the ones that uh, that are used. Um, we'll see how the others go. Whether it's the same soil composition or or whatever, I'm I'm interested to see how it how it's going to work. There's going to be a lot of horrible uh, word at the moment, but there's going to be a lot of rotation. Yeah. Not not as much for combating bubble fatigue or anything, because it's going to be the same group that's there, but both sides really want to try out different combinations, try out fringe players who may end up getting called up to the squad, either through their own form or through injury, and you've got to test them out.
1: I'm not um, sure quite right from England. England have had this period of um, where they've really not had the full T20 squad together. England have had that period of trying players out. Now that Morgan's got his full strength squad available, you know, you might see a tactical switch, you know, maybe Moen Ali comes in on a used track for Sam Curran. Um, I was a bit surprised that Moen didn't play as much as anything because of his spin hitting ability with the bat, as much as his uh, the fact that he can and the fact that he can bowl in the power play maybe, but Curran did, did okay. I don't think you're going to see many changes from England. From India's point of view, it's a bit more of an unknown because... Is they are apparently trying to play with this, this newfound freedom, but we've already seen Rohit Sham arrested, and uh, we got Srikanth Yadav and Nishan Kishan in, in the wings. I think you might see a little bit more from, from England, but uh, from India, maybe. But then they don't have that much T20 cricket before the World Cup either. Obviously, well, you do the IPL. Virat, Virat,
0: Virat Kohli was saying, um, "Yeah, the IPL is coming, obviously, but as as a as a unit, this is India's last series before the World Cup."
1: I don't think you're going to
0: see quite as much rotation as we would have done if this series
1: was last year, for example. Um, yeah. Even even last summer, I think, and in and in South Africa, actually, Morgan barely changed the team once he had his most of his team available. I mean, he must be uh, loving the fact he's got nearly everyone available. He's got his first choice squad. This would be pretty close to the World Cup squad. I'm not sure I agree with Neil. I think there's going to be. I think England England are pretty ruthless, and I think we'll see the team selections accordingly.
2: The likes of Billing for Gash. a shout, especially to build on his ODI form from last summer. I'm
1: not sure who you leave out for Sam Billings, uh, as much as I do like him. I mean, Billings does have an IPL ahead of him as well. Although, how much he'll play for Delhi is is anyone's guess. How how Delhi will work that team out into a team is anyone's guess as well. But that's a different podcast.
0: Nickle, going going back to what we were talking about in in terms of both teams' preparations, but yeah, you know, m- mainly England's from this question. Owen Morgan, yeah, you know, the five nil we talked about that. You know, if it's a comfortable five nil, that won't necessarily be the test that he's hoping for. In, in a way, he'd prefer to win this series 3-2 and lose twice on a turning track where his team can maybe learn a few lessons, wouldn't he?
1: I mean, the idea is obviously coming through on a turning track and winning. And in in Adel Rashid, India, England have one of the best white ball spinners in the world. You know, one of the one of the best ever, really. In other Rashid, I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that you really will see see turning tracks. T20 tracks tend not to be unless they unless they have been used a lot. And as Neil said, this is a fresh pitch with a fresh stadium, rather with a lot of different pitches. Who knows how much the dew will, will be a factor? You know, again, can't really draw too many conclusions from from this match um, or the very limited domestic cricket that there has been at this stadium I think only four or five games before the uh, uh, before the test series started all of these things are are unknowns in in terms of turning turning tracks Um, you know this was a slightly slower than um, than belting track it was a little bit had a little bit of extra um, bounce at times I don't think the pitch was as bad as India made it look um, although it was difficult England bowled brilliantly on it Um, what I would say is that I don't think India and uh, will bat that badly again for the rest of the series.
0: BlackRatCricket.com Handmade English Willow bats. They do have a cashmere range for bats to 4 Starter kit all the way to pro level kits. They're based in Yorkshire. There is team wear available and there is a new signature range coming soon in February. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Neil, what, what are you looking for from your Indian team going forward now? We we talked, didn't we, the other day about how the Indian badges on the podcast have been thinking that in, India haven't got it quite right at the moment. Maybe a couple of defeats might be what you're looking for, really, in terms of the upper echelons, maybe just changing their tactics a little bit. Is that actually a good result for you on that basis?
2: Well, I think it, we may get to see some of the uh, uh, the French players that we've talked about, um, sort of Sky um, and Ishan Kishan. On the batting side, the bowling side, um, as, as far as I can see, there was maybe one
0: first-choice bowler there.
2: I mean, In the end, it didn't make a difference because I don't think our first-choice bowling lineup would have defended that.
0: A different team of the likes of Jasper in there, though, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, you know, Boobie's coming back after an injury at last, uh, last year's IPL. Shardell Thacker is... I thought, actually, he'd be a good bowler for this type of pitch, but uh, he's a fringe player. I think Washington uh, will be on the fringes of the squad. I think Aksha will be in the squad, but not first choice because I think Jadeja will be. I think we'll see a bit of rotation if people can pass the fitness tests um, over the next four games. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is that hope, backdrop, hopefully. isn't there? Yeah, I think-
0: absolutely. From that yeah. respect, th- this hasn't gone very well for Virat, has it? His team are, are, are kind of dropping like flies in terms of the fitness test, and then they've lost the first game.
1: Well, I mean, they lost Varun Chakravarthy, and we think Rahul Tawarthi. and Nethragan might be fit for for the next game onwards, and I think he would be in this uh, in this team, and possibly in India's first choice eleven. But he, Neil's right? You do have Boomeras resting for this series. Uh, Mohammed Shami's not available, who might be in this team. But Booby fully fit and fully firing, is probably in India's first choice team. Chahel and Washington probably, uh, but certainly you know. The like so shall Kakurd and Deepak Chahed and Nabdi and, Bsaini who who didn't play in this game are more on the uh, on the fringes. And I think Uksha probably I agree with Neil that he's you know probably not going to uh oust Jadeja if they want that that spin bowling all rounder So it is a little bit of a it's a more weakened T twenty side for uh, for India. But you know Neil's right, you can't and we both said it, you can't tell too much from this bowling performance given the target they had to bowl at.
0: Well when in England get back to the team hotel tonight, Knuckle, um, as we round off this podcast today, obviously the mood and caps can be quite happy after that uh, that success because it was a, a very dominant performance all the way through from England. We talked about them wanting to get challenged and, and trying different things out, but from their perspective, in terms of going forward, in terms of tactics, in terms of their approach to the games. Just the same again in the second game, isn't it? If you're going to replicate performance, you might as well replicate that first one.
1: I uh, certainly assuming the pitch is, is similar, and obviously, we have no idea at, at this stage. Um, but, you know, they'll they'll have a look at the pitch, and you know, maybe the one advantage of staying at or near the ground is that you can get a closer look at the pitch earlier, um, than, than you might otherwise. There's only Sunday, you can say game to game every other day for the rest of the series, there's not a lot of time. The the planning from the from what length lines of length the scene bowlers were going to bowl, the, the use of either or and then maybe that doesn't become quite so effective if it's enough if it's it's not a surprise uh, anymore on Sunday or, or as we go on through this through this series. But, you know, it's nice to know that he can, that's
0: another it, thing he can do. We've seen him, we've seen him bowl more at the death recently and he can do that. Now he can. In a way, Knuckle, with with Adil Rashid there, I'd quite like to see them doing it again next time to see if he can do it when they're ready for him. Do you know what I mean? Because if you're going for a tournament and you're going to use that as a fairly regular tactic, you don't just do it once and have, and get, have it successful and then never do it again. I'd quite like to see Rash tested by bowling two overs in the power play next time when they might be ready for him.
1: Well, indeed, I think it wouldn't, be a, it wouldn't be a bad idea at all. You know, it then makes him a genuine all stages of the innings bowler, and there aren't very many of those in, in T20 cricket, particularly not spinners. Um, he bowls more at the death than most uh, than most spin bowlers uh, do. Um, possibly that's because most sides are a little bit better constructed. Than Missing than than missing than bowling attack, and you you tend to have more option, more genuinely good options. Death um, certainly if you're an IPL franchise, but you you know England are now England are at a different stage of their T20 development to India, who are just starting uh, now, a few months out from the World Cup. Obviously, barely didn't play very much in 2020. 20 white ball internationals across ODI and T20 through the entirety of uh, of last year, which is not a lot. England are at the stage of fine tuning and of adding to adding little bits of extras to the to a really really well functioning team and squad where everyone is is massively uh, competing for places possibly even more so if, uh, if the Alex Hales reintegration uh, is uh, is successful uh, and, and completed India are looking for a way to knit some very talented players into a, into a more coherent strategy rather than just saying you guys are good do something which is sort of what they've been doing for the last few years
0: the last question to you knuckle today the Alex Hales development of him maybe maybe being spoken to and maybe being available at some stage in the future whether that's for the World Cup or not I don't know but that just gives Jason Roy a little bit of a kick up the bum potentially so that 49 becomes even more important for Jason Roy because he needs to nail that uh, space down otherwise the hail speculation will get louder and louder
1: yeah indeed and I said that on, on commentary it was quite right you know it's a nice position to be in if you're over England between between those two um, and you got Josh Butler and Bairstow who can open sometimes um, you know we saw it was Jason Roy's loss of form in the Champions Trophy that saw Johnny Bairstow come into the into the team at the top of the order and he's not let that go since then but, but Bairstow seems pretty solid now uh, in that number four position I think England have their plans uh, with that top six and then really I think the only generally Sam Caroncomo and Ellie is the only um, sort of point of um, point of difference maybe um, that you might that you might swap around I think the rest are there in case of injuries or or loss of form the likes of Sam Billings and Liam Livingston and, and Reese Topley you know I think maybe Liam Dawson might come into contention for the T20 World Cup if you want an extra spin bowling all-rounder but really this is a seriously formidable England team um, and India will have to play a hell of a lot better I still think I said before the start of the series I thought it would be 3-2 to uh, to England and I still think that I still think that's going to be the case India will play an awful lot better, but you know England are going to have to drop their level, and or, or India are going to have to play a hell of a lot better than they did uh, today to win. In- England were superior from ball one.
0: Neil, final question for you: Jaffer Archer bowled really nicely today. The right man of the match, wasn't he? he his spell, when he when he gets it right in t20s, there are very few fast bowlers anywhere near him.
2: I think it, it was the right man of the match, but I think it could have quite quite easily gone to Mark Wood, who I thought did exactly the same thing. Yeah. Provided real menace, real pace, only got one wicket compared to three. I think that was the, the only difference. But Joffre just does it so consistently. I mean, we saw through the IPL, You know, everyone else is going for 30, 40 runs, and he's going for 20. Uh, he's got Rashid Khan levels of economy. With a fastball bowling in the power play and uh, the death he's
0: 10 of those runs came off two balls when Richard Pantz and he kind of took a liking to him. Apart from that, he was ridiculously economical.
2: I, exactly. I, I think, you know, I might be slightly biased. Um, I think that Bummer has done it over a longer time, but I think those two are just miles ahead of everyone else. Um, as far as white ball pace goes. um, And Joffre was just brilliant today.
0: Joffre was brilliant. England were brilliant in the field and with the bat. And it was a very convincing win. Won by eight wickets with 27 balls remaining to take first blood in this five-match series. And it's been thoroughly enjoyable. The next one's on Sunday, but we'll be back again tomorrow. Kind of fill the breach. And uh, for now, though, Neil and Knuckle, thank you very much indeed for joining me today. Cheers, James. Cheers, James. And thank you, everybody out there, for listening in your ever-increasing number and thank you for your positive feedback as well on the Cricket Badger podcast as we've gone through England's tour of India. We'll be all the way through these T20 matches and then the ODIs to follow as well. And then not long after that, it's the IPL So plenty of cricket to look forward to on the Cricket Badger podcast. I've been James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you again tomorrow.
2: Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again
0: tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.